said and she said you need to pay attention If they make the comment then it's worth the mention Jamil and Shatora you know they got the scoop At work talking about what black people do If you ain't real then you probably won't feel this It's all facts you know they coming with the realness Or pettiness either way you are getting it Uncut, unfiltered, and unedited Lifting up the culture, you know how it's gotta be Making words work, give it to you tongue in cheek Forget that water cooler, we like tea sweet This is boss talk reserved for the be sweet Be sweet, be sweet Boss talk is reserved for the be sweet Be sweet, be sweet Cool it out or you end up on that be sweet What's going on, everybody? It's the B-Sweet Podcast. This is Jamil. And I'm Shatora. What's going on, Shatora? Back for another episode of the podcast. I'm happy. Are you happy? I got some things to get off my chest. Oh, I, so. I can't wait to hear what you got to get off your <laughs> chest today. What's been going on with you, though? Um, Not much. Just working and trying to keep my life together. Yeah. You know, How's adulting is hard. Work is good. Yeah. Work is busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So trying to keep everything straight. Yeah. 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 That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. <laughs> Yeah, for me, I mean, work is good, too. I just actually got back from a little mini, but I'm not even going to call it a vacation. It was more yeah. of a, you know, kind of a business uh, trip that mm-hmm. I had to go on. I was in three different states in five days, you know, so mm. and I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm super tired right now, but I'm happy to be home. I'm not happy to be here in the snow, you know, because this is the, when I came back uh, to Buffalo, this was the first time that I've seen snow since like December, because yeah. if you could think. We haven't had a lot of snow. I know that. You know, Climate change is right. something so, Shout out to Global Warning. Global Warning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I heard it was like 65 degrees in Antarctica, so. Really? Yeah. Which like is, seriously? Yeah, like the highest temperature ever recorded. Oh, God, yeah. That global so, warming is real, y'all. I mean, we're, that's why I'm not having kids. <laughs> there's there's going to be nowhere for them to live. Yeah, that's, so. Hey, it just might Jeez not be. Louise. Yeah, it just might not be. Yeah. Yeah, so what's been going, what else has been going on with you? Like, you, you listen to anything? Like, any any new bops you got? Okay. You trying to put me on to? Okay, all right, all right. So, there's this chick named Callie Uchis. Callie Uchis. Am I saying that right? Oh, I don't know. I never heard of her. Oh, my gosh. She's dope. Yeah. She's really dope. So, um, I first heard her on... The, the track with Daniel Caesar. Mm-hmm. Every time I look okay. into Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I know, I know that song. Yes. Okay. So she's on his track. And I was like, what is this voice? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> so then I looked her up. And she, like the first song on her playlist on Spotify, she's singing in Spanish and English. Oh, she's dope. Oh, Solita. So... Mm-hmm. She was. She's a whole vibe. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that song is like the soundtrack to my life right now. So yeah. So uh, she's she's interesting. What's her name again? I gotta look that up. Callie Uchis. Callie Uchis. I think I'm saying that right. If I'm not, y'all will flame me on on the internet. (laughs) Well, I gotta check out Callie Uchis. I'm. I'm just. uh, My wife put me on to uh, Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra is dope. <laughs> She's super, super dope. You know, um, my wife actually started telling me about her some time ago. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll right. get around. I'll get around and listen to down. it. And um, I just happened to, I was on a trip um, recently. And 
you know, I was like, oh, you know, let me listen to this Snow Allegra everybody's yeah. talking about. Yeah. And, oh, my God, Shorty is a vibe. She yeah. kind of gives me, like, an Alicia Keys feel Ooh. a little bit. You know what I mean? Haven't had one of those. Yeah, she's 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 dope. Okay. She, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so uh, she got this uh, this one track called Situationship, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Kids these days. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, she just, she's, she's a total vibe, you know. So, um you know, I'm really looking forward just to, uh, you know, finding out about all the new music and stuff that's out there. I'm just trying to, you know, expand you right. know, my, my, my palette a bit. You know? For sure. Mm-hmm. And these kids, they, they getting kind of deep. So, yeah. you know, I'm with it. I still don't get the Billie Eilish thing. I, I don't get it. Is it Eilish or Eilish? Eilish. It's Eilish. Eilish. See, Eilish. I'm not I doing know, it. Didn't she win like a bunch of Grammys? Oh, my recently? God. Yeah. Oh, my God. The she kids like, love her. I, I, I've probably I haven't mean, heard a song if i heard it I, I wouldn't know if it was her or not so i love her on dance dance just dance so that's know. fun <laughs> but um i, I don't just, get but it. shout out to her i mean I, I saw a part of the grammys you know and i saw that she you know she did her thing i think yeah. she won like what five grammys or she, something like she that. swept it yeah she swept it that's well, good for her yeah you know so so yeah we got a interesting uh podcast today um, you know? this one is tough, yeah, man. Is. I don't want to be here on this topic. Let's, let me just say this, man. Uh, the start of 2020. January been, was a crazy January year. Was like, Jan- <laughs> like the 2020 didn't officially start for me until January 31st. Oh that was my birthday. J day so. hashtag. Yeah. J day. You know, shout out to everybody that came out to J day. But, um, but yeah, prior to that, like literally prior to January 31st. And I'm not just saying that just because it was my birthday. It was. It seemed like we just couldn't catch a break. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! It's oh just like goodness. it was. It was really like the year just started oh my god. out just really crazy. Even locally, you know, from an international perspective. I mean, it, it's just it's just it's just been crazy. There, it was nonstop, and I think a lot of people uh, felt it. I think everybody felt it, and there's just like a heaviness yeah. going around. Mm. So, got to take care of yourself. Yeah. So, so we, we do have a pretty heavy, you know. Uh, topic to talk about today but we do have someone a special guest here with us today. Wait, press the button oh wait 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 I, I, I don't have it you know so but um we got a special guest with us today who's going to kind of help us with this conversation uh you want to have you introduce our, our our esteemed guest today oh my goodness so this is my homie uh met eric because he was my trainer yes <laughs> not that long ago um best trainer out there actually but he's so busy these days he can't even do so that's personal why you training got all, anymore. Like, when i start calling you slim thug it's because of this guy right here <laughs> it's all it's all eric oh wow. it's all okay. eric i can't take all credit <laughs> i might have to no, come see you bro <laughs> i got that one pack i'm trying to get back to a six pack you know well, hey. so we're going to get you right. <laughs> um, so uh, athletic trainer does more than just personal training. I'm an amateur compared to all the stuff he does. So um, uh, now he's out there working with the kids. Yes. Uh, so teaching health and wellness at Riverside High School. Um, in Buffalo. In Buffalo and uh, coaching JV and varsity basketball. So um, got a lot going on. But as we all do these days, I mean, we're just working on being our best self. So. Yeah. Well, so let's actually introduce him. This is Eric Profit. Eric Rabbit. <laughs> How you guys doing? <laughs> and he's an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Um, yeah. I like I said, I'm 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 really happy to be here today. Uh, you said it. This is going to be a, a great show. I mean, we got a pretty deep topic, um, but it really hits home for all of us um, being an athlete. Uh, so yeah. 
I'm just really excited to be here. So I couldn't have, I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with us Mm -hmm. than Eric. Yeah. So thank you for joining. And I'm really um, uh, excited to hear your perspective on, you know, some of these things that we're going to talk about today as well. So So let's get to it. Yeah. Let's go. Um, We're talking about Kobe and his untimely death. Um, Literally when you just said his name, like literally I just got goosebumps. Chills. Just said his name. It's crazy. Um, So, Kobe died two weeks ago today, mm-hmm. and um, I was actually at brunch with my girlfriends, mm-hmm. and I look at my phone, and I got a text, and it was like, is the news about Kobe's death true? And my response was, what is this code for? I didn't, I didn't know what it meant. I was like, what is this code for? What are you talking about? And the response was, Kobe's dead. At least that's what TMZ says. Mm-hmm. So I'm at brunch with a bunch of girlfriends from high school and um, girlfriends who played basketball, who had crushes on Kobe, who had his poster up in their bedrooms and everything else. And everybody was like, like the whole room just stopped. Everything stopped. And we're on our phones. And, you know, we were like, okay, maybe somebody hacked TMZ. Like we, we were coming up with absolutely every possible reason why this could not be true. Um, and I think before we left the table, we realized that he he had passed away. Yeah, yeah, it was it was hard. You know, I I remember exactly where I was. I was um, in the parking lot, um, outside of the gym. I was about to, I was pulling up to the gym, about to go in and work out. I was feeling good, you know, because I'm like, you know, I'm about to get back into the gym. I'm trying to look like Shatora, you know. So, <laughs> um, so I'm just sitting there in my car just for a second, right before I pulled up, um, right as I pulled up. And I just started getting some notifications um, from a couple of group chats that I'm in. Um, And, you know, people saying, did you hear about Kobe? Did you hear about Kobe? I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? You know, so I just happened um, to, you know, kind of look up some news reports and such and said that he had passed away. I'm just like, nah, like, nah, like, nah, this is this is this is just not real. This is not real. So um, as I'm, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm reading more and I'm getting more and more updates and such. Um, just, uh, it, it had been confirmed that, you know, that he had, he had indeed um, passed away. Uh, and I didn't even go. I couldn't even go work out at that point. You know, I was just like, yeah. I, I, I just I, everything just stopped. Yeah. And I remember it's just like everything just it hit me 10 times harder when I found out that his daughter was on that right. helicopter right. with him. Yeah. You know, and oh my God, like I literally that night, um, I I literally cried myself to sleep. Yeah. I literally cried myself to sleep. You know, I was I was sitting here and I was looking at all of these things and um all of these uh this past images, past videos of, of him and such and uh you know, and I it was just so emotional, you know, and I actually pulled up. Um I, I remember watching Kobe's last game. Uh, when he scored 60 points um, against Utah. I mean, it was probably one of the best performances by an individual ever, uh, in my opinion. And after I um, I saw that, I just I just got emotional all over again. And that's when I literally had just cried myself to sleep. And I'm like, I'm going to wake up and hope that this is just like a nightmare right now. Right. You know, yeah. and it's not it how wasn't. we should have ended January. Nah, nah, not at all. So where were you, Eric? I was... Uh, dropping my wife off at work and same thing group text uh byron he hits me up he says e what is this and if anybody knows me they know i'm i'm a huge lebron fan so lebron just passed mm. kobe for career points yeah mm. so i think that was i mean 
the night before. So you automatically are thinking this is not real. Mm-hmm. It's not real. So he says, what, what is this E? And I'm like, nah. So I go to social media and Kobe, 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 Kobe. And again, I'm just, this is this, this has to be fake news. There's no way it's real. And you, you know how easy it is nowadays to doctor that stuff up. So I'm like, this can't be real. And then I think um, someone else was like, yeah, his daughter was with him too. Mm. No, mm. no. How? Mm. How? I mean, so for me, it, it was just listening to it, just seeing it. I think there were tributes um, like minutes after the news broke. Mm-hmm. So again, we're just, we're all just in shock. Um, and it did, it, it, it put a, it put a, um, a dark cloud over my day. Um, and, and it's actually, um, interesting because a friend and I, we were, we were supposed to go work out as well. Yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of just were like, do we go work out or do we not? And it, it was one of those things where we were like, okay, let's, let's go work out. We'll see how it goes. And the mentality, baby, the, the mama mentality, the vibe was different. It just, it just didn't feel right, but it was like, okay, we, we got to get this done. Yeah. Get this so done. let me ask y'all something like, you know, Eric, you're a coach. Yeah. So like you, you teach people how to be excellent yeah. at basketball. Yeah. So what is, what is Kobe's death? How does that hit you? And, and Jamil, how does it hit you as somebody who followed his career, his whole career? Like, mm-hmm. how does that hit y'all? I mean, I, the first thing that comes to my mind with Kobe Bryant is his work ethic. Like uh, Jamil just said, the, the mama mentality. If you know anyone and you're into sports in some type of way, you have a son or daughter that plays, you think of the, the mama mentality. Um, and you think of, you know, the, the deadly snake, right? So that be killed or, or, or kill mentality. So when I heard about it, I mean, that's, that's all I can think about is that that's his legacy right there. And as a coach, um, one of the things that I, I like to preach is is really just for everyone to to take the moment and in, in for what it is. And you you really just never know when's the last time you're going to step out on that floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, how it was so sudden, it, it was a, it was a perfect example of that. Um, and I actually coming into the classroom the next day, uh, I told I, I had to break down and tell my kids, even at practice, like, guys, you know, every, every single second, every single minute, it all counts, you know? So that was, uh, that was the first thing that kind of came to my mind, you know, when I heard that. So, yeah. And I think for me, um, I I mean, I echo all of what Eric just said, but, um, I think in addition to that, um, I think the thing that hit me, um, the most, uh, hit me the hardest, I guess, was, um, seeing how close he was with his daughters Mm. um and the fact again the fact that his his daughter actually you know parish with him which is it's still devastating when i even think about it but um kobe was he was a a, an incredible father and no one could take that away from him and one thing about me i'm not a parent yet i do aspire to be a parent Mm. at some point um but I always look at examples of like, especially black men, Mm. you know, who are being like just great to their, Mm. to their kids, to their daughters, to their sons. Mm -hmm. And I try to, you know, these are like, I take mental notes. Like these are things that I want to emulate when I, when I become a dad, you know? So, um, 
it, it's just hard. It's just hard just to just to think that you know um, he has you know three other daughters who yeah. won't be able to grow up with their loving father around, you know, and um, want to teach them just how to be great at, at, in life, you know, and, and that mentality that he had, just that, that hard work and perseverance. Like, uh, you know, I can only imagine, you know, uh, what his daughter's life or um, their lives are going to be like without, um, um, with, without him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just and that tough, example man. of what yeah. a good man is. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, it's incredible. I, mm. you know, obviously I'm not super into sports like, like that, mm. but to me, Kobe was a cultural icon. Oh yeah, you know, and I remember him. Uh, he went to he went to prom with Brandy, with like Brandy. that. <laughs> that <laughs> was a big moment. deal. Oh my <laughs> goodness, you know, and and he was the object of of every you know ninth grader's affection <laughs> back in the day. So, I mean, he's just been a part of the fabric of our community mm. for so long. He had his own. You know, he had his own uh, jokes, mm -hmm. you know, we, we made our Kobe jokes and everything like that. But Kobe was he he was a part of the Jordan, Kobe, LeBron conversation. Like oh, when you talked about greatness in basketball, it was synonymous. Kobe with is Kobe. definitely on the Mount Rushmore, it, it, my personal round, Mount, Mount Rushmore of basketball. You yeah. know, um, Kobe is he was one of my favorite players of all time, you know, and one of the things I was excited to see from him was the second act. Right. Yeah. What the the life after the the basketball career. And he was every the way he was moving out here, it, the way everything was shaping up. Honestly, he was, you know, it's, it's certain cultural icons, as you said, who, you know, you just look at like the Michael Jordans, the yeah. Magic Johnsons. Kobe was going to be up there. You know, he was certainly going to be he, up there. He won an Oscar. Yeah, like, I was going to say, he had the children's books. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was doing things that as regular people were like, we can do that yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, we right. don't, we don't have the athleticism. Well, maybe we can write like Kobe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But and I can, I can uh, create an incredible investment fund for other entrepreneurs. He was so us. responsible oh. with the time that he used after his Absolutely. basketball career. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. And the way he dedicated, you know, uh, you know, and had that, 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 that discipline, he dedicated himself to, the life after basketball, the same way he did with basketball. Yeah. It was just, it, it was incredible to watch. Yeah. It was, it was simply incredible to watch. Yeah, it was, it, it really was, I, you know, um, the day, the day that everything happened, obviously the world stopped and I couldn't get off my phone, but I wanted to, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And then I started watching the news because I just wanted to know. Cause so first you hear that Kobe might be dead. Mm -hmm. Then you hear that all his kids were on the plane with him. And I just, I lost it at that point. Um, at, on, the, on the helicopter, excuse me. Then you hear that that wasn't correct. Mm -hmm. Then some lady tweets out something about him and, and uh, his, his rape accusation. Um, That's so it, I mean, so there was a, and by the way, uh, the reason why his death hadn't been confirmed for so long during that day was because his family hadn't been notified yet. Yeah. yeah. So the media and specifically TMZ got this information and used it as a way to be profitable right. instead Could of be. being responsible yeah. with this information. And then other news 
outlets took that information and they just ran with it, yeah. you know, and the, the story of what actually happened in that first 24 hours was so conflated. Nobody really knew what was going on because the actual responsible people, you know, um, the fire department and, and the, the safety folks who have to make sure that um, everything's tight on the ground, they weren't giving that information out yet. Like, they hadn't known yet. Yeah. yeah. It goes to show you the times that we live in right now where it's, it's a level of irresponsibility when it comes to the media because folks, um, they want to be quick to be first. Right. Be the first ones to report exactly. a story, you know, right. instead of actually getting it right. Right. You want to be first. Right. You know, and that's dangerous. I mean, that's always been kind of the the hallmark of good journalism is is breaking a story. But ethically, yeah. like in in the age of social media. Yeah. A lot of people were saying that that's how Vanessa found out. So yeah. I don't know how true that was, but they're saying it's very likely that that's how she found out because it was a it was a. An alert. So if you had like ESPN or you had one of those. Yeah, you got a push notification. You got a notification, mm -hmm. you know, so. So uh, I'm kind of mad. I'm mad because, you know, we have turned media and journalism into this capitalist money first profession when it's really supposed to be about getting information out mm -hmm. and responsibly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and even since then. We, the media has, they've capitalized on Kobe's death to dredge up things that happened, you know, 15, 20 years ago um, that already so had their day. It's so freaking aggravating, you know, because what's, what's happening right now is that we have a family out here who's still mourning. Right. Like this man he hasn't has even young been children. Yet. Yeah. He hasn't even been buried yet. Yeah. You know, and but yet you you want to throw dirt on this man's legacy by right. by bringing up something that happened almost 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, that makes no, sense. <laughs> so, makes no sense. So, you know, some things happened in the last couple of days and I didn't want to talk about this, but it what happened in the last couple of days has been so specific to the black community, because to be quite honest and and I. I'm, I might get flamed for saying this publicly. Like there's some, there's some people that I would expect this from. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the first, um, the first media person, I won't call her a journalist cause I don't know exactly what she does, but uh, the first person who tweeted out uh, about, about his past accusations and whatever was a white woman. Mm -hmm. um, and so the woman accused was a white, the accuser was a white woman mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess that was her rallying behind her people and, 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 you know, I, I don't know, honestly, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even give it a, a good justification, but you know, I saw that and I'm like, okay, I kind of would expect this, right? What really got me was the whole Gail King situation. Oh, oh my God. Can you play the clip, Jay? Yeah, let's play this clip real quick. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of the sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? 
It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, please go get that girl or tell her or send her this. Mm -hmm. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm -hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time, it, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, but the case, is, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. First of all, I just want to say I love the way Lisa Leslie mm -hmm. handled this um, this interview. Yeah, um, I think it was a it was a inappropriate question to be asking, uh, and inappropriate question. Yes, the question was inappropriate. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely inappropriate. Um, and the way that I think she just tried to keep pushing this the issue, you know, I don't like her response. Um, and we'll talk about that in a second, but I don't, I don't, I don't even like the way she responded. Um, I'm talking about Gail King now. Yeah. Um, and trying to defend, you know, um, the things that she said. Her original you know, statement. Yeah, her original statement. Yeah. You know, she tried to blame it on the network and saying that the network, you know, the way they edited the clip, yeah. you know, they took, you know, it was taken out of context. But if you go back and you really listen to the interview, there was no context. There's no context to it. It came, you know, it yeah. came out of nowhere. Mm. The question just shouldn't have been asked. <laughs> the it didn't it didn't have any place. Yeah, you know. So I don't. I'm mad. Gail asked the question. I listened to the interview a few times, and I tried to figure out why did she do this. First, I was like, did she get cocky after the R. Kelly thing last year? And she yeah, was like, quite, you know, she, she felt have, like, yeah. you know, she felt like if anybody can ask this question, she could. Um, but I also thought I said, OK, well, maybe Gail had a higher reason for asking the question. Maybe. And now I'm not defending her. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to see <laughs> trying to why okay. maybe she asked this question. And mm -hmm. I felt like maybe she believes that because she's Gail King, right, and, you know, uh, an icon in, in the black community to whatever degree, um, if she asked the question, it would have a softer blow and possibly put it to rest. Because I also thought about, well, why is she asking this question to Lisa Leslie? You know, of all people who she would not really have any baseline for whether or not yeah, this is even a thing like so i thought maybe she did it because it was a soft blow with lisa leslie lisa's a woman and she knew lisa leslie would put it to bed once and for all and maybe people would stop talking about it after that i that's that the only be, thing that I could be a rationale you know, but if you go back and listen to the interview again again when she 
when she said, "But you wouldn't see it, but Lisa." But you wouldn't you see wouldn't it, Lisa, see and it, it, it makes it seem it seems as if Lisa would be biased toward Kobe. Just of because course, she would be biased towards Kobe. That's her friend. You know, and I'm he's, biased and towards all my friends. She's just going to defend him no matter what. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. It, it was just an inappropriate question so to ask. I thought, I thought the "But you wouldn't see it, Lisa" question was her asking the question on behalf of all the people who want to ask the question. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like, I I, I don't know, like, yes, I'm mad that she did that. Mm -hmm. But I felt like, okay, maybe she said to herself, I got to push just a little bit more. So the critics of this incident that happened in 2003, right, um, feel like I, I asked the right question and, Mm -hmm. and they won't, they won't continue to press the issue. But again, it was unnecessary and we shouldn't even be talking about it yeah. at, at all. What are your thoughts, Eric? I mean, I think we have to look at Gail King of who she is. I mean, I look at her. She's, she has a huge platform. Right. So she's going to be look, looked at at a certain certain degree. Um, again, if, if, if it was her personal question ask it off the off the record, you know. Right. Um and if it was the networks and she did not agree, sh- she has the power, I feel, your Gail King or to shut she? it down. Or does she? To shut it down. And if she doesn't, then it's like, okay, if that's your that's your belief, like for we all said we wouldn't we just wouldn't have asked that question at that time, um then I'm not going to ask that question yeah. no matter if it is the networks, you know, hey Eric, ask the question for us, please. I think she does. You know, she's the talent, right? Who else are they going to get to do these interviews on CBS? I, you know, and um, she doesn't need anybody's money at this point. At least I don't think she does. I Maybe I she know. does. I, I just but don't. I, you know, I don't think. That when she... do principles outweigh everything else? Yeah. You know, right? When do you mm-hmm. take a stand and say no? no exactly. CBS, I'm not asking this question. Exactly. Get and Hoda Leslie's, to ask this question. In Lisa Leslie's home. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was in her house yeah, too. It was. was. Yeah. That was You're right. House. That was yeah. her house. Yeah. yeah, I saw that the way she had her. Uh, her yeah, house she had her slippers, slippers on. on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was. Hey, take. Who are these jerseys? Where'd you get yeah, them from? Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. right. You're literally just kind of like putting it on a platter. Like, okay, now, now I got you. Okay. You're comfortable. You're yeah. comfortable. I'm gonna ask the question. So since uh, that uh, Gail King incident happened, I mean, she's been getting flamed. I mean, she's been getting dragged. Listen, she should have expected it. Yeah. You know, you asked that question of Kobe, who, and let's let's talk about let's talk about the uh, the accusation for a second, mm-hmm. right? Let's go back to 2003, 2004. It's already been out there in the court of public opinion. It already had its day in the court of public opinion. And I will say that everybody moved on since then. We've all moved on not only in that incident, but also in how we feel about Kobe. You know, that's been processed and handled. And then it went to court. It had its day in court. Mm -hmm. And the accuser, she didn't want to testify for whatever reason. She had her opportunity to have her day in court. She decided not to take it. So why are we relitigating a case that already had its day in the court of public opinion and in the court of law? And I think because we are in this new um, era of Me Too, you know, people feel more emboldened 
you know, to to bring up past past incidents and such. You know, uh, again, I I didn't believe it back then, and I'm I am one to stand with the victim, but at the same time, you know, we live we supposedly supposedly we're supposed to live in this in this country where we're innocent until proven guilty, right? Right. Um, clearly, that's that's never the case, you know, because we are always tried in the court of public opinion before we ever get our day in court. So, <laughs> try to find the name of the accuser. That's like finding a needle in a haystack. <laughs> you can't you can't find her name, right? And so, you know, I'm sure on many levels, this person is suffering for this still, and you know, now it's it's bringing up whatever happened that only her and Kobe know what really happened in that room, you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is, is that this is, we're not talking about her. She is an abstract concept. Mm -hmm. And the person that we're talking about is now deceased and he has a family mm -hmm. and he, if anything, <laughs> he has, he has been, Pen penitent for whatever he did mm -hmm. because he that was a mistake that he made how old was he he was 41 when he died so he was like 23 early yeah, 20s yeah, early young. early 20s when whenever this happened and and um you know we if we talk about um <laughs> we talk about boys will be boys when when it's a white man up for supreme court justice oh, um man. look at monica Lewinsky. she accused a white man president of whatever happened or it came out and we we have destroyed her life you know but president bill clinton is out there you know he's he, still good he, he's good he still Dismissed. gets to get his yeah. bag Dismissed. you know what i mean so why now on the other side of it you have a white woman who accused a black man of something mm -hmm. He was never found guilty of anything. It never went. It it was never fully litigated in court. He completely redeemed himself mm -hmm. um, through his actions and everything he did for women. And he had a whole gaggle of of girls um, as children. Uh, and his wife seems to have gotten over it for sure because she went on to have three more kids with him. Right, right. So why why are we continuing to bring this up? Because and that was a cardinal sin. That was a cardinal sin as a black man to be accused of doing anything to a white woman. That is, you know, that you just, you know, you're done. I mean, just go. I don't even want to go back, you know, to, you know, we you talk about the times yeah, of like Emmett Till and things like yeah. that, you know, yeah. like, like, come on, you know, so. We already know how that's going to play out. And I think that's why the black community is so mad at Gail right now. Mm -hmm. I think that's why everybody is so mad. And and I've tried to, and that's, you, you know, I've already said, I've tried to look at it from Gail's perspective as whatever she is. Is she a journalist? I don't know. But whatever the right thing to call her is um, and how she might have viewed what she was doing. But I don't think she fully took into consideration the effect and and the trauma that asking that question would have on the rest of the community. We hope so. Like, hopefully, she didn't take that into consideration. We hope so. Yeah. You know, that's because yeah. I again, I just don't see how you even because I hope that the CBS she's blaming the network, right? She's blaming the network, but she asked the question. 
you know. I think and she could have stopped. She she didn't have to ask the question. She didn't have to double down on it either. Yeah, I think the double down on it was like triple or yeah, triple, triple, triple down another, on it. It was yeah. another attempt. Yeah. So and, yeah. and and as Lisa Leslie said, you know, people had more than enough time before Kobe passed away to to bring up um, and, these accusations and question him on it if right. they wanted to. So when, why when the man won an Oscar? You know, right? That, was, that could have been an opportunity then. Right. I mean, he, you know, from two thousand whatever that was three all the way up until twenty twenty. You talk about seventeen years, right? You know, and you had all of that time, and you want to wait until this man is dead, dead, and not even buried yet. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing that pisses me off the most. This man is not even in the ground yet. His family is still grieving right now. Right. His family is still grieving, and not only is his family grieving. Oh, the whole country's the world, grieving. The, the world, the is, world grieving is grieving. Right yeah. The world is grieving. Right. So that 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 just pisses me off. So and and I understand, as you said, um, where the backlash and how people might might feel. I mean, she got flamed because of it. And yeah. one of those people who uh, who was very very had some very strong words against her was was Snoop Dogg. Mm. Yeah. Let's uh, let's just take a uh, uh, listen to what this man had to say. <sighs> What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the f- worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after f- Harvey Weinstein asking them dumb ass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call him one? Funky dog head. How dare you try to tarnish my mother homeboy's reputation, punk mother. Respect the family and back off before we come get you. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He went in. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. To say the least. Um, that was, I, I think it was a bit harsh. Very. It, I think it was a bit harsh. Um, I understand. Um, his anger, um, his frustration, um, because Kobe was a, a, a real friend to him. He was a real friend. So you, you, you're doing all, all that you can to def- defend your friend's legacy. Um, I, I've, I'm very uncomfortable with the fact that um, this black man um, just really <sighs> flamed this black woman the way he did. And I, so publicly. And publicly. Yeah. And continue to do so. I mean, that that wasn't, I mean, there are other interviews yeah. that he did, right. you know, and then other people actually followed suit and, yeah. and did the same thing, you know, yeah. so that was just. We had some painful. conversations about. Well, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that's what he, he asked for. He, he said that he, he was, I don't know if it was that one or was a, there was another interview and he mentioned, he said, I, I want everybody else to, to let her, you know, her hear it too. Right. What's your next story? Um, so there was a tweet that's going around by Mark Lamont Hill, and it says the word for today is nuance. You can have a critique of Gail King, though folks should actually watch the whole interview and hold Snoop accountable for the misogynistic way he engaged her. Totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, because I'm just trying to be objective about this thing. Um, Gail was Gail was completely out of pocket for asking that question. I mean, she was just out of pocket for it. Did she deserve to, uh, you know, to get dragged the way she did? Absolutely not. Right. You know, um, there's a clip, and we're going to play it in a second, uh, with Michael Eric Dyson, his response to it, which was incredible. Yeah. Um, but 
I just don't think that as as black people, we need to do that to other black people. It's further divisive. You know, yes. it's even more divisive. And, um, ooh, it was my heart broke when when and like he had on he had on his his doobie and like he right. just you know just the whole look was like well why looking like somebody's auntie yeah looking like auntie snoop and you know he he just he said can i call her one and i knew what was coming i knew it was coming and it it wasn't an intelligent way to address the issue um i think he was coming from a place of love for kobe right and and all of that is understood, but why, why did you, why did you have to even even if that's not what you meant? Other people interpreted his his last sentence as a threat to her, yeah. to her life. And and speaking of, you know, we had people coming to her defense. Yeah. One of those people being uh, former ambassador, yeah. um, Susan Rice. Yeah, um, she put out a tweet. And she said, this is despicable. Yeah. Gail King is one of the most principled, fair, and tough journalists alive. Snoop, back the F off. You come for Gail King, you come against an army. You will lose, and it won't be pretty. These and guess what? These are all, we, we all black people fighting against each other, right. talking about this, over so divided over this man's death. Wow. Wow. Meanwhile, other folks are just sitting back, just, just sipping their tea, mm -hmm. you know, just watching this, just be further divisive. Yeah. You know, right. what, do you, what do you think, Eric? I mean, I, I I go back to the network again. Was this their intent? Because mm. now, instead of, we're not, we're not talking about Kobe anymore. <laughs> we're really just talking about, you know, Gail King, her her actions, and Snoop, now Snoop Dogg. So, mm. first we had Gail King, a black woman, kind of putting Lisa Leslie on the spot, another black woman. Right. So, we're put, pitting those two against each other. Now we have, you know, a black Black woman, now a black male, they're going against each other. So I ask, is was that the intent of the network? Oh my God. You know, that that's how Yo, I look at Eric, it. Yo, Eric, you just blew my mind. That's how I look at it. I didn't even think about it like that, but we're not talking about Kobe anymore. Wow. We're not talking about Kobe. And anymore. we're not talking about his legacy not or how legacy great he is or what a great father he is no. or his children no. or his wife or his parents or anybody else who's suffering right now. It's do you support Gail or do you uh, support Snoop? Wow. So that's that's yeah horrible i don't support neither of them right you know <laughs> they both wrong yeah I, I mean everyone in this situation was just wrong every whether it was gail whether it was snoop whether it was any of those other rappers whether right. it was the network all involved were were completely out of pocket you know i guess if i were gail or oprah because oprah cried and I guess I, I'm sorry, I didn't really feel a lot of empathy when Oprah was crying because you're a billionaire. Um, but yeah. I just, <laughs> I, you know, what I, what I wish happened was before any of the tears, before any of that, I wish it was said that we're all hurting right now. Mm -hmm. And people lash out when they're hurting. And so if I did anything personally, to inflict more hurt and amplify the pain that people are going through due to this wonderful man's death. I'm sorry. But wow. She, she did try to do but that. But that wasn't the first thing she said. The first yeah. thing she said was, well, CBS this. And if I heard the clip that and mm. I couldn't even get past that. I couldn't I couldn't listen to it no. because it mm. just sounded like a gaggle of excuses. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's exactly what it was. It was that's exactly what it was. How about I should not have asked the question? Yes, <laughs> that's and that's what I was expecting. Straightforward. That's what I was expecting. Don't try to you know point the finger at the network. My right. mom always tells me when you point a finger at someone, you got three points <laughs> back at yourself. You know, so yeah, you know, and her just pointing the finger at everyone um, initially and not you know owning up to it because I think it she would have been. Um, a lot more respected has she yeah. owned up to it. That's my that's my point. One hundred percent. Yeah, like it's like yo, that my bad. Like I yeah, should like ask that question. It, you know, I see what you see. I see what y'all saw, and it's kind of messed up. And I, honestly, like, why am I caping for the alleged victim when we don't even know if she was even victimized? And this man apologized for it. A decade and a half ago. I don't know. So it all just flies in the face of humanity and logic and love and and what we what we should be doing for each other. And we've had lots of conversations about this on this show, about how we tend to be way too divided. Um, I think this is a really, really interesting uh, anecdote mm-hmm. in how we could we could be supportive of each other differently. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's just talk about how Kobe Bryant, what, what this has actually done was bring a lot of people together. Yeah. Right. When you lose someone, that's what happens. People come together. So instead of that happening, now we're further divided. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. Um, One of the things that I love that's coming out of this is, you know, uh, you know, they're really important conversations um, that are coming out. And one of those folks, one of those conversations, uh, Michael Eric Dyson, Professor mm. Michael Eric Dyson, who's a incredible scholar. Um, he he came out, he put out a, a, a clip on, on Instagram. Um, it was about 10 minutes long. I want to play um, part of what he said and just kind of get some thoughts about it afterwards. Gail King and Oprah Winfrey have done far more good let's then harm so let's not try to demonize them and disrespect disrespect them and insult them in ways that are contradictory to what kobe bryant would want if kobe bryant were alive he would find this reprehensible he would say stop this the black mama was not down with that what was he about loving and elevating and appreciating black women that's what we've got to do we cannot afford to continue to do this vicious thing where we hate on each other to the degree that we then dishonor the contributions that our women have made. Isn't that ironic? The very people who are talking about black people hurting other black people are hurting other black people. And if you're a black man and you want to help black people, then stop making rap records that call women out of their name. Eric, what, what do you, I have my thoughts on that. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it now. Um, I mean, he, he's definitely right. He said, stop, you know, calling, if we want to help each other, stop calling people, you know, or black women out of their name. I, I agree with that. But he also mentioned, um, he said, he said something about what, what did he say? About the hip hop music? Not the hip hop music, but going back to, oh, calling, you know, calling out Gail and Oprah, how, how much great they have done for the community. Well, then it's kind of the same thing for Kobe. How much good has Kobe done so why would she go to that extent of bring up that one time right? yeah you know so that that's what I that's what I got out of it that's what I heard yeah yeah um he talked about cancel culture and the thing about cancel culture is that it's just bandwagon 
Yeah. It it's allows it is dangerous. It's, it's dangerous. mob mentality and it allows people now I might cancel somebody. I canceled Kanye for a few months because <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't with that you chose to be slaves garbage. Yeah. However, I did that not because anybody else told me to, but because I analyzed the situation and I just I couldn't support that foolishness and giving him a platform. This, however, like if if you want to cancel Gail, all right, do you. But don't cancel Gail because Snoop Dogg and his doobie called her a B mm -hmm. on social media. Don't do it because of that. Do it because of a principle that Gail King violated for you and learn more about Gail King and and see if she's done enough for the community, for you to be able to forgive her at some point, right? right. The cancel culture um, encourages us to be sheep mm -hmm. and to just follow along with what somebody we like has said when we don't know what goes on in people's houses and how they really behave, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, I don't think we necessarily need to cancel Gail, Right? No, not at all. We no. we we don't need to cancel Gail. We we need to we say call her out on we her need stuff. to call her Absolutely. out on it. We, we definitely call her out on her on her on her on her ish. We we hold her to a higher standard, mm -hmm. and we say if these are the choices you're going to make, you're going to hear from us, mm -hmm. and and we expect better out of you next time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think Snoop overreacted, and I don't, honestly like I don't even want to know what Fifty Cent said because he's inappropriate yeah. all the time i don't yeah, you know he's a troll, he's a troll <laughs> you know he's troll, you know but um one of the things that you know that we need to also keep in mind and um uh, it was mentioned earlier um i think you know Snoop had mentioned this um the fact that gail didn't go after some of these harvey weinstein accusers the same way that I can't yeah, fact check that black accusers. I didn't, I can't um, fact check that. But at the same time, okay, yeah, Snoop, that, that there might be some level of truth to that. But at the same time, you didn't go after this white reporter who slandered Kobe the mm. day that he died, mm. the same way that you're you, going after after Gail. After Gail. Mm. You know, so it's just like, 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 come on, bro. Right. Like, like, really. Right. You know, and and I get it because on, on the one hand, you know, there have been some arguments saying that. You know, well, we expect more from us, from from our own people. You know, it's like it, we we expect that from other people to to kind of do those those crazy things. But right. you know, but from our own people, we have a, a a higher higher you know standard for them. You know, so I kind of get it from that perspective. But at the same time, I'm like, who honestly know, though? You, who who but Gail King could have done that R. Kelly interview? Who but Gail King? You know, like I, on one hand, I have to ask myself, are they using her? But on the other hand, like, I'm not watching that interview if Barbara Walters does it. Yeah. I'm not watching it. I don't want no parts of it. And, and that's yeah. typically yeah. how media works, too. You know, like, if you have someone, if you're covering, like, a quote-unquote black story, mm -hmm. you're going to put a black reporter on it. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just kind of how, how the media tends to work, in, you know, in, in our country. Yeah. Yeah. Who understands, though... And let's just say this, too. Just... Like, even what, you know, and I don't want to, you know, um, harp on this for too long, but... That the whole R. Kelly thing was, you know, I think that was genius. You know, I, 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 I personally think that R. Kelly should be canceled. <laughs> you know, I mean, he should be thrown under the jail. You know, but um, the way she handled herself, <laughs> Eric is shaking his head. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm, in I'm, I'm like, I'm agree, I agree, yeah. but you're you're 
we talk about R. Kelly and we're talking about Kobe and they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be in the same conversation. No doubt. No, no doubt. Oh, man. This is so annoying <laughs> because it, it is like now. Yes. I mean, you're so right, Eric. Like, you know, we we have gone away so far from the point of the fact that, like, we should be honoring this person in his death. And he he didn't. We all have done really, really dumb things mm-hmm. in our youth and maybe in our not so youth. Um, either way, does that warrant us damning a person and as a black man yes i know Mm. that's what as a black man yes and that's why we need to control our narrative better and that's why people including myself were upset with gail king asking that question and then asking it again and then saying well is it even a fair question to ask i think we at some point gail should have said i'm not doing that yeah, I mean, we're we're talking about a legacy, so we we just mentioned R. Kelly. So R. Kelly's legacy mm. does all the all the bad that he's done outweigh the the hit records? Yes, 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 <laughs> absolutely. Right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So that's why we cancel him, right? Right. Whereas Kobe, you're looking at again an accusation, not something that he was found guilty of, right? Mm. And you talking about all the amazing things he's done for not only his generation, but now we're talking about the the future, right? Right. We're talking about and young GGs. women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, oh man, you guys, um, if you ever get a chance to go, it's on HBO. It's called The Shop. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've yeah, heard of it. Bronx, you've heard of it, yeah, Bronx. Yeah, yeah. So they they it brought stole that idea from me actually. Ah, like legit, they did. That's LeBron's show, right? Yeah. 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 So the. They talk about, similar to what we're doing, talking about the current events. And um, there was Sue Bird, who's a WNBA legend in herself. Uh, she was talking about about how Gigi, how she was going to be this amazing. Mm. Everybody knew. You have you have that, the all of the males watching the WNBA, they're bringing attention to the WNBA now. Because, because of Kobe. Because of Kobe. Mm-hmm. So there's that Kobe effect, you know. So, and they just signed a new collective bargaining agreement. So they they have a huge increase in their in their pay right now. So again, that's not to say that it's all Kobe's doing, but he certainly you know, has some Yeah, it definitely has a little bit to do with it, right? I Absolutely. mean, you have his daughter who, you know, really brought him back to basketball because if you heard, he was a he's retired three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And this year was the first year that he's watching games. Yeah. And it's because of his daughter. So you know, you talk about that future generation and his impact. I mean, he had a whole Mamba Academy where, you know, um, a lot of different, you know, it was NBA, college, high school and youth basketball. They're going to get skills training to be better, mm-hmm. you know, so. Right. Well, the one thing I don't, you know, I want to make sure that we aren't doing at the same time is being dismissive of excuse me, individuals who might have gone through you know, some type of, you know, um, accusation or or assault or what have you. You know, we want to make sure that we uh, are being very fair um, in making sure that there's due process, right? Right. Um, But at the same time, you know, again, we we said this over and over again um, on today's podcast, 
this man had his day in court. Yeah. This, and this, this, at, let's, let's leave it back there. Right. And That's and it. at what point, if you're innocent until proven guilty, why is an accuser automatically a victim? Right. right. So. Well, this was a good conversation. This was yeah. a really good conversation today. You know, um, many thoughts, prayers, and, and love to everyone who uh, died untimely yeah. on that helicopter crash. And to, to everybody out there who's suffering through grief and loss and and honestly, just uh, trying to get through the day because we're bombarded with so much stuff all day long. Um, take time for yourself. Step away from these conversations from time to time. You know, don't allow somebody who can hop on Instagram or Twitter because they have a smartphone um, to get you upset like that. You know, find a safe space and and somebody who can be objective to talk to because um, you can't let you you can't let these things, other people's opinions, control your emotions and and all of that stuff. So sometimes you just got to take a step back and, and press pause on all that nonsense. Yeah. So I think that was a great way, uh, you know, some great words of advice to in today's podcast. You know, again, it was a really good conversation. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure more conversations are going to come from this as well. So, I hope um, so, but Eric, man, thank you. Thank you so much, bro, for joining our podcast and offering your perspective on things. I mean, you're dope, bro. <laughs> hey, you're super um, dope. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys need another host or <laughs> I would love to come back. <laughs> no, That's we would love to have you back. You will be back. <laughs> Any point, man, you can come back, you know. So, but if people wanted to, like, connect with you online, yeah. social media, I mean, uh, what's the best way for them to do yeah, that? Yeah, Eric Pro- at Eric Profit. Um, Spell E-R- Eric, though. E-R-I-K-P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Like the Bible, okay. <laughs> um, that's uh, Instagram, Facebook, and then also my business page is BFLO Profit. All right. It's B-F-L-O-P-R-O-F-I-T. Yes. Eric has a clothing line. He's going to get you right. Yo, if y'all, y'all uh, need to look at Shatora, man. She's slim thugging out here. Okay. We still got some more work to do. We still yeah. got some more work to do. Got to come see you, bro. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much again for um, joining the podcast. And Shatora, you know, it's been real. You know? It's been real, Jay. Yeah. I missed you, bro. Yeah, you know. We back in the studio. We, we are back in the, in the lab. <laughs> But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms, um, Facebook at the B-Suite Podcast. Um, also, you can um, follow us on all the streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, all, all of the above. We are on everything now. Hey, and thank you to everybody who listens. Um, I've been a couple places and people have said that they were listening and it just, I'm like, really? Like us? Us? Really? And you know what? And let me, let me say something on that too, because <laughs> it's, it's just such an amazing feeling when I, I, I'm out somewhere and I'm like, when is your next podcast coming up? Yeah. I just love you guys together. You guys sound so good. I'm like, yeah. thank you. Like, we I'm vibe, yo. Together. You know, that's what we I, do. I agree with everyone. We do sound good together. We do. I, I, I totally agree. <laughs> Perfection. Yeah. But um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Shatora, it's been real. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank God it's February. Absolutely. And <laughs> if I could just end with two words, let's say Mamba out.